Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Drives one high and deep in the right field. Adios. Abreu launches his first major league home run, and it is 3-0 Red Sox. Adios, adios. What a call by Will Fleming. Great call. Will Abreu, first career home run. Will on the call. Excellent job. It's an excellent way to start your day with your home run call of the day, especially a good one like that. At BB isn't boring. Twitter account, at BB isn't boring. Instagram account, you know the deal. It's been a great week. It's going to be a great day, and we're going to kick it off with a great, great podcast. Well, of the news today, we know Steven Strasburg, he retired, owed a ton of money, maybe the worst contract in the history of baseball, perhaps, but we'll get to that another day. Today is all about returning to old friendly places and we've had plenty of examples one that jumps to mind Bryce Harper coming back to Washington as a Philly you have all these different examples right but this one this was one that everyone's been waiting for for a long long time Mookie Betts returning to Fenway Park for the very first time obviously as a member of the Dodgers six seasons Mookie played with the Red Sox obviously drafted in 2011 in the fourth round but Mookie has now played for the Dodgers since 2020. That would be combining regular season and 
postseason, 473 games. You know what the Dodgers' record is in games that he's played? That would be 315 and 158. His OPS for the Dodgers, 904. So we know the deal. We know who he's traded for. Alex Verdugo, Jeter Downs, Connor Wong. Two of those guys will be playing against Mookie when Mookie comes to Fenway Park for the first time once again. So we want to represent the moment. We want to respect the moment. And the best way to do that is by having on Brock Holt. Why Brock Holt? Because, number one, he's great on any podcast. Number two, he's got a great personality. Number three, he played the great game of baseball and knows a lot about it. Number four, and maybe the most important for the sake of this podcast, he's really tight with Mookie. He's really good friends with Mookie, and for good reason. They played together for the entirety of Mookie's stint in Boston. They live near each other in Nashville. You're going to hear this. You're going to hear that this is the guy who you want to listen to when it comes to understanding the what's what of Mookie coming back to Fenway Park and also Mookie leaving Boston, what that dynamic was like, what the dynamic was when Mookie left, and also Brock's situation. I mean, this is just a good, good podcast. It's a great way to launch yourself into the night, the day everybody was waiting for, at least with the Dodgers, at least with the Red Sox, at least in the Mookie Betts household. That was when the Dodgers finally came back to Fenway Park. And by the way, this poor went out for for the godfather. Joe Kelly will not be able to be in attendance, but there's going to be other members, uh, former members of the Red Sox today, Ryan Brazier, front of the podcast, obviously, Kike Hernandez, J.D. Martinez, a bunch of guys. And on the other side, Justin Turner, Kenley Jansen, they're getting reunited with the Dodgers. And going back to, to Joe, uh, he was nice enough to spare a couple of tickets for a contest winner, and that contest winner was John Tackiff, did a great, great poem for Joe. We asked him to do everybody to do an ode to Joe Kelly because we wanted to pour one out for the guy who has helped started the Baseball Isn't Boring movement. We were really looking forward to having him here at uh, the Dodgers-Red Sox game to have some sort of celebratory event, but you know he's getting better in Arizona, getting ready to come back and dominate for the Dodgers. But in the meantime, ode to Joe Kelly. This is, this is, what, this is what John Tackiff's poem to Joe sounded like, the award-winning, the contest-winning poem. Here's what it sounded like. Ode to the baseball-boring king himself, Mr. Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly on the mound stands tall. A pistering maestro wows us all. Fastballs fierce, curves that spin. Batter's hope, he'll always sin. With a grim that defies the norm, he faces pressure, keeps his form. His arm, a marvel, a baseball grace. In every game, he finds his place, alleging etching his grand tale. In victories and strikes, he'll prevail. Amazing Joe, the fans exclaim, a pitching brilliance, his lasting fame. Thank you for everything, Joe Kelly. We loved your years in Boston. Sad you can't be here this weekend, but we always are rooting for you. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. You got to love the effort. You got to love the execution. You got to love the whole thing. All right. Well, even without Joe being here, it's going to be a fantastic weekend. Kicking off with Friday's Fenway Park reunion with Mookie Betts. What's going to happen? How's it going to feel? 
All of it. We have a lot of questions. And you know what? The guy who we have on the podcast has a lot of answers. All right, here's the great Brock Holt. See if I can get Mookie. See if I can get Mookie's jersey right there so we can. All right, got it. There it is. Man. There it is, number number Look, 50. Is there anything right you next, can't is there anything you can't right, do? Is there anything you can't right, do? Right next to Chris Sale. Um, <laughs> there, there's a there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that I can't do, Rob. <laughs> well, well, listen. The only th- the only the only thing that I that I can say that I can't do is be as athletic as PK Hernandez. <laughs> <Let's look. laughs> That's it. The good the, the good thing is that you're over that. completely completely all right but i I will tell you this i will tell you this i I ran on the treadmill yesterday and i think man my left knee is a little barking at me this morning i don't know if i tore my meniscus or what but hopefully it doesn't affect the golf the golf swing today who would all right before we get who would win in a race you or kike hernandez oh i bet kike would win yeah yeah, I, th- I think I think I could beat him in distance right now. Obviously, because I'm a marathon I'm a marathon runner, but I think I think straight up head to head sprint. I think he would I think he would take it. All right. Well, it's you know athleticism comes in all different forms, Brock. So yeah. there you go. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> with all that said, <laughs> there's nobody I'd rather have on the podcast than Brock Holtz. Nobody. Absolutely nobody. nobody. Absolutely nobody. Not only because he's perfectly framing a photo of a, not a photo, a, jer- a jersey of Mookie Betts in the background, which is going to be the subject of our conversation today. Um, because I Joe Kelly can say that, that Kiki Hernandez is a more athletic version of Brock Holt, but I will say Brock Holt is a more versatile version of Mookie Betts. <laughs> Does that make you feel good? Um. Yeah, and I don't even know that that's true. I I know. Let it be said. Let I, it be done. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I yeah, I mean, that makes me feel great, um, especially coming from you, Rob. But I, yeah, I would say that's probably a false statement. Uh, <laughs> okay. What? I, what? I, can, I, go ahead. I would think Mookie probably. Um, look at this. I got messages coming in. Devin Marrero, Travis Shaw, Mookie of all of all things. I've we got a little group message going. Um. Mookie could probably do it all. I mean, obviously, I think everyone knows that um, if if they let him. But um, the, the thing with me, Rob, is that I just wasn't good enough at one position to where they, they could keep me there and let me play there constantly. So they I was I was OK enough at at multiple positions where where I was I was able to, to move around and, and, and get some get some at bats. But Mookie's just too good at right field that. You know, and obviously he's been playing some second. He's played some short now for the Dodgers, which get him off a shortstop. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean Mookie well, could do it. Well, Mookie okay. could do it. So Mookie, this... Mookie could do it if he really had to, and 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 they really needed him to do it. He could do it, but the Dodgers don't need him to do it. So okay, so this we'll, we'll start with me building you up As, before you had to play golf by yourself. I'm going to build you up. Why you say okay. that? You say that. Uh, well, you're not good enough at just one position. I'll say this. Number one, you were a World Series winning, I'm going to say starting second baseman. You were the starting second baseman. Like, so, yeah, I was. Yeah. Right, so you're World Series winning starting second baseman. Not a lot of people can say that. And number two, I actually broadcast 
one of my seven memorable seven games on Nesson where I broadcast in 2003. Um, you, your debut in left field in Detroit. Remember this? You said 2003? No, I said 2013. Sorry. Okay. 13. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In Detroit. In Detroit. Yes. I brought, it said broadcast. And I remember thinking you made like a great catch and it was, you had never played there. And then all of a sudden you became the best outfielder that I'd ever seen in that day. So don't don't sell yourself short. Yeah. That was solid. Right. No, I, 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 no, listen, I, I, I did some cool things. Don't get me wrong. I did some really cool things in my career, but compared to some of these other guys, I was not that that good at baseball, you know? And, and that's that, the, the older I get and the more I watch the game and the more I got to play. I mean, shoot, dude, the last couple of years of my career, whew, baseball is hard, man. And these guys who are really good at it, like they're just, they're just better than everyone else. And it's, it's not fair really. Um, because it's not an easy, it's not an easy sport. And nowadays, like everyone's throwing hard and throwing, you know, 92, 94 mile an hour sliders and the ball's doing things it's not supposed to do. And I mean, these guys are still putting up, up numbers, you know? So, um, but I, I, I give myself credit. I, I had some really cool moments and did some really cool things. And I was a good baseball player. Um, I, I wasn't a good ba- I wasn't a good baseball player once analytic analytics started coming into the game because I didn't hit the ball hard I didn't run fast I didn't throw the ball hard so analytics kind of beat me up a little bit but I could play baseball I, I I could I could do what I had to do to win a baseball game perfect I'll say that perfect what is the one thing that definitively that you know you're that you're better at than Mookie is there anything? That jumps to mind, cooking. Dude, uh, I don't think so because I I saw some the other day where he takes his own. I mean, I don't think that he does this really, but he said like on his podcast or something, he was talking to someone about taking his own dishes and cooking and stuff on the road. So if he does that, then no, I'm not a better cooker. Me and Lakin have been doing the Hello Fresh meals, and I cooked some mean ravioli last night, some like lemon something ravioli it was it was bomb so um you give me the ingredients and you tell me how to do it I, i'm I, i'm pretty good but i can't just whip anything up um but definitively definitively i i would probably say i'm not better than mookie at anything and that's the truth <laughs> i'm gonna think, think it's so and i'm okay with saying that <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I had asked you to formulate your top five Mookie Betts memories. Obviously, you know, Mookie's coming back to Boston for the first time. You came back to Boston. Like, yeah. what was that like? Give us, give us the, give us the blueprint for Mookie when he comes back. What's it like? Well, I mean, I did it. I got to do it twice, right? I got to do it with the Nationals with nobody in the stands. And That's I right. got, and I, and I got, and I got my time to shine in front of no, no, no crowd. Um, I think I said that on an Instagram post, I think I said that that was the loudest that they turned the the fan volume up all year <laughs> on the speakers. Uh, so that was pretty funny. I mean, obviously, I'm glad I got to come back again um, with Texas and 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 have a, a, a packed house. And um, obviously, I got COVID right after that, but probably had COVID while I was waving to the crowd. But, <laughs> oh, um, that's, that's not here nor there, right? Um <laughs> It's a different time. 
a different time. Um, I actually just got over COVID again. I had COVID and the flu at the same time. Oh, so man. I, I had a rough few days. Um, but, I, dude, I loved it, obviously. Like, for me, um, you know, it was a different, you know, it was a different ending to my Red Sox career. Obviously, I went to free agency and, and um, you know, wanted to, to, to return and come back and finish my career there. But, you know, obviously – that didn't happen. Uh, Mookie kind of got traded away. Um, but it, I mean, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be special. You know, I think there's going to be some mixed, you know, mixed emotions, mixed reactions in, in the, in the crowd. But I think the, uh, the majority of people are going to, are going to give him the ovation that he deserves. Um, I hope that's what they do. Um, you know, I joked when Benny went back with the Yankees, boo Benny. You know, but obviously, I didn't want them to to actually boo Benny. Um, but I th- I think the Red Sox fans are 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 happy that that happy for the times that that they had with Mookie and got to experience with him. And I think they'll they'll show him love. I mean, it's going to be great. I mean, regardless, Mookie's going to have a have a have a have a great weekend in 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 Boston. And um, you know, obviously, I wish I could wish I could be there. Almost almost. Uh, I almost looked for flights to see if I could come up and just watch, but could you be there for him? I, mean, I could, I could make that happen. We can still make. Well, that yeah, happen. I mean, I, I could definitely, I could definitely make it happen. But we got, I mean, Griff's got soccer, and he's got soccer this weekend, and you there's know, ra- there's ravioli to cook. I mean, this, ra- this ravioli to ra- ravioli to cook, and do. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm super busy these days, so um, I'll I'll definitely have it on the TV though. That's for sure. What? Uh, but I'm excited, get- man. Did you get the step out? Did you get the? Are you probably? I I can't remember this. Did you get the uh, the step out of the box, the tip of the hat? So, um, Woody, uh, Chris Woodward, our manager, he actually led me off um, in the two games that I played before I got COVID. He's like, "You're leading off." Um, sale started and Eddie started, so I didn't really play against lefties, but he led me off against a sale and and Ed, Eduardo, um, which I thought was really awesome, um, and. I think, you know, my first at bat, I was, I was kind of expecting some cheers and I I got some cheers and I think even Vasquez behind the plate was expecting some because he kind of, he kind of stepped out and it wasn't as like, if I would have felt more emotion from the crowds, I would have given like the hat tip, but I didn't feel it. So I didn't want to just be like, Hey, (laughs) just kind of make, make my own moment, you know? So, um, I didn't do it, but uh, we got the video later in the game, I think the third or fourth inning, and and they gave me a good ovation, and I was in the dugout and got the wave. And, um, you know, it was one of the cooler cooler moments of my career um, coming back and, and kind of feeling that love again because, um, you know, those were the those were the best best days of my career or the, the ones I spent in in Boston. So um, getting to go back was was super cool and getting to experience that and feel the love from the fans was was awesome. Will you hashtag uh, Mookie? I mean, come on, the Boo Benny thing was great. It was great. Boo Benny, Boo Benny, Boo Benny was great. And it's funny, like people like take it so seriously. Like, like, right? Like, you know, Brock, you're an asshole. Like, why would you ever do that? And then like people are like, dude, that's like with his best friend. He's just messing around, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you you can't you can't win no matter what you say. Uh, but dude, I, I'm telling you, I, I've been looking forward to this. I, whenever I saw the Dodgers were coming to to, to uh, Oh, you you are you are alone. You are yeah, alone. It's, I mean, and, 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 you know, Mookie's probably going deep. Um, 
a couple different times. I, w- I would, uh, I would, well, if I had to put, if I had to put money on it. Well, the only thing we're robbed of is that, uh, you know, because it's not only Mookie, it's JD, Brazier, yeah. Kike. And the only thing we're robbed of is Joe Kelly has decided to stay in Arizona. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's ruining he's our, hurt. Ru- ruining that would, our- that, that would be has has Joe come back? Yeah, he came back. Yeah, he came back. Okay, I was gonna say I was like that would be cool for him to come out of the bullpen because I'm sure they'd give him a, a, yeah. a nice ovation. I mean, in fairness, he has not come back uh, since he became an author. So you know, it would That's be a whole, whole different level. Um, were you were you surprised before we get to your list? Yeah, looking back at it now, were you you going through what you did with Mookie? We, are you surprised that he didn't remain with the Red Sox? Like, oh, what's you can look back now and see, like, and actually give it an honest opinion. Like, were you surprised? Do you think he was going to stay, or do you think he was going to go? Um, no, honestly, he he would have. I mean, we talked about it on on my little thing that I do with foul territory. I, I you know, I asked him, you know, straight up. I said, hey, if if the Red Sox offered you what the Dodgers offered you, what are you saying? He goes, when like right now. And I go, no, back then, like before you got traded. He's like, oh, I'm staying. Mookie wanted to stay. And like he he said to himself, he's like, I don't, I know people aren't gonna believe me because he turned down X. You know, he turned down this contract, then the next year he turned down whatever he did. But he wanted to stay. Um, and and I truly believe that if if they would have offered market value for Mookie Betts. He would have he would have been a Red Sox the rest of his career. So I truly believe that. Um, I think everything happens for a reason. I think he's in in LA right now because that's where he's supposed to be. Um, kind of fits his personality, I think. Um, now that he's in Hollywood, um, but but yeah, man, I like. And whenever you you told me, you know, you you asked me to be on the podcast and and you know think of my top five Mookie moments, I, I went on YouTube and looked up. Mookie Betts highlights, right? To to just kind of reminisce, and dude, it makes you sad, man. Like I, I'm sad. Like I told him this the other day. I was like, dude, I, I I wish I wanted to see you play for the Red Sox your entire career. I mean, I think everybody would. I think that's super cool, man. Like a a, a player of that caliber getting drafted by a team and and spending his whole career um with one team. You know, Derek Jeter, obviously, like. Selfishly, I wanted Aaron Judd to sign other work, uh, uh, you know, sign somewhere else to to not be on the Yankees. And um, but I don't like. I deep down, I was like, dude, I want him to play for the Yankees his whole career, right? Like, you know, it's a legacy type thing. Um, so looking back at at Mookie Betts Red Sox highlights will make you sad as a fan. Um, but you know, being as as good of a friend as Mookie is to me, like I I just root for him as a person as a family man, uh, him and Brianna and, and they're, they're, they're two kids now. They're happy. And that's, you know, that's all that you can ask for. And that's all that you can, that's all that you, you want for, for your buddies, man. And so, um, couldn't be more happy for him, but, um, selfishly, you know, would, would love to see him still wearing, wearing the, the Red Sox, Red Sox uniform. Yeah. I mean, you obviously talked to him, I mean, a trillion times more than I do, but I went and was like last so June, 2022 brought, and I was uh, I was in Chicago how, in the in the process of doing the critically acclaimed book, and and the Dodgers were in town, and so I talked to Mookie, and really like we hadn't pieced it together, but he hadn't really talked on the record and since then or till then about Boston, 
right? Because you have the COVID year and whatever else. Yeah. Just, so when I sat down and talked to him, the thing that struck me was how um, uncertain he was when it came to how he's viewed in Boston. And my initial reaction, immediate reaction was like, Mookie, like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. like, I, and maybe I'm wrong, but I'm like, oh, li listen, you're beloved. I mean, it's, I, I don't care about what, you know, like who said what about what a contract or whatever, but I was like really struck by his like honest emotions when it came to this. And yeah. this was a real thing. And I don't know if you get the same sort of vibe from him or not. No, I mean, he cares, right? Like, I mean, and he, he do, he loved Boston. He loved playing there. He loved being a Red Sox. It just, you know, it just didn't work out. Um, and whenever you're that, that type of player, um, you know, not only for yourself and your, for your family, it's like everyone says, oh, well, he turned down, you know, 300 million and he signed for, you know, 365 or whatever, like, $65 million is a lot of money, right? Like, I mean, obviously, like, you can buy whatever you want for 300 and you set yourself up for, for life. But, um, you know, guys do that, too, for, for future contracts and future players. And, you know, you just try and get what you're worth at that time. And and Mookie was worth a lot more than what the Red Sox were offering. So he's like, you know what, let's, let's see what else is out there and, if if they would have come to him with a deal that he thought was fair, he would he'd still be in a Red Sox uniform. I have no doubt. Um, but yeah, he cares, man. And 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 like you said, there's going to be some people who boo him and and who you know and you know say he he if he wanted to stay, he would have stayed and and this and that. But. Um, I think the majority of people are are happy that Mookie Best wore a Red Sox uniform for as long as he did and 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 accomplished the things that he did on the field. And um Red Sox fans are great. They know that they got to witness something pretty special whenever he was there. And um, you know, I think he's gonna get a I think he's gonna get a pretty good ovation from the from the fans, which yeah. he deserves. Yeah, I think so too. All right, before we get to the, the your list, uh this just popped in my mind. Were you ever offered a contract extension? Never never um that's their mistake never listen i listen i i um you know i can i can go back and you know be upset or be mad about you know what happened or what didn't happen i mean i feel like i should have at least gotten some type of communication from the red sox in free agency just because i had come off of two of my better years in the role that i was playing granted i didn't have i didn't have um a ton of at bats in 18 or I mean 18 I had more at bats 19 I I was on the, the IL for the first you know however long because my scratched eye thanks to thanks to Griff but I played well man in the role that I was and I wasn't expecting to to sign a deal and be an everyday player like I was I was looking to to continue to do the role that I was in um and I I just never got anything from the Red Sox I never got a phone call never you know and that was, you know, when, when Heim came over, it was, it became more, you know, I think more analytical. Um, and like I said, analytics were not my friend. And I think you can look down and, and you can look down and be like, well, look, they were right. You know, Brock stunk in 20 and he stuck in 21. But I, I feel like, honestly, I was, I, 
Boston made me a better player. Um, I feel like I was, I was comfortable there. Um, you know, obviously in 2020, I, you know, we, we played in front of no fans and, um, 2021 with Texas, I was in a, you know, not an everyday role playing here and there on a bad team, um, which it's hard in, in that role. It's hard. Um, and I think the, the reason I was successful in Boston is because we were, we were winning was important one. Um, and the fans, the fans and that atmosphere, they, you have to, you have to be locked in. You have to be ready. Cause if you're not and you make a mistake, you're going to have to answer questions about it after the game. And that's just, it made me a better player. Um, so I would have loved to have gotten a chance to, to, to finish in Boston and, and, and play, um, because I do think it made me better. Um, but you know, you look back on your career and you, you're, you just be proud of what you, what, what you were able to do. And man, I'm, I'm so thankful that I got to spend that, that, those years, you know, from 13 to 19 in Boston. And, um, you know, it's always going to be a place that, that me and Lakin and, yeah, uh, we love and we're always going to come back and continue to do what we can for the, for the organization, for the, for the team. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I look looking back, I would have loved to have, to have gotten something from, from them or at least kind of an explanation on, on why they, they didn't want me, but it's, I, I, I will tell you, it's like, as soon as they chose, um, um, what was his name from the uh, Reds? Peraza. Peraza and Jonathan Arauz. As soon as yeah. they chose those two guys over me, I knew that my career was probably coming to an end, you know, <laughs> like, Hey, we could, we could re-sign Brock or we could just go with Jose Peraza or, and Jonathan Arauz. So that one kind of hurt me a little bit. Um, but it is what it is. I'm here now about to go play golf by myself. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <laughs> well, I was going to say, analytics are your friend because analytics show that everything you do, podcasting, running the marathon, raising money, being a good father, being a good husband, being a good friend, analytics show that you nailed all of them. So there you I go. I nail all those. I nail all those. Cooking ravioli, yes. cooking pre-made ravioli. Cooking pre-made ravioli. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, pre-made, yep, yep. You just throw it in the pot of water. I'm more, I'm more proud about the sauce that went on the ravioli. That's what I had to do. Um, the ravioli was pretty easy, so – all right. All right. I asked for top five Mookie moments. Uh, if that's too aggressive, I was going between top three. Because I, I know how hard it is sometimes to get to five. Yeah, you want to do top, whenever, you do top whenever, three? Yeah. Whenever you ask me top five, I said, I, what was my response? Does Mookie even have five moments? You know, <laughs> does he even fi- have, have five good moments? Um, yeah. And, and like I said, I, I, I YouTube Mookie Betts highlights to try and kind of reminisce. I mean, as soon as you told me, like, obviously – 
right off the top of my head was Grand Slam off of Ian uh, Hap or not Ian Hap, uh, J.A. Hap. Jay Hap, um, yeah. The 13-pitch Grand Slam um, that he almost tripped because he was celebrating so so much. He almost tripped um, uh, halfway to first base. Um, that's way up there, like not even just a Mookie moment, just a moment in my career, just the atmosphere and how loud Fenway was. And like, it was, it was awesome. Um, so that one's up there. Um, another one was, um, me and Mookie had a lot of like, like moments between the two of us that, I mean, Mookie was probably, you know, other than, other than Dustin, he Mookie is probably my favorite, my favorite teammate that I've played with. Um, cause we just, we made fun of each other, like gave each other a hard time. Um, but I think another one was his, his cycle in, in, uh, Toronto. Um, he needed a home run. He's been trying to get a cycle for years, right? Like I hit my first one, um, in it uh, against Atlanta at Fenway. I needed a triple. I was hitting lead off. He was hitting second. I needed a triple and I hit it. And then he needed a home run. And I was like, dude, we'll be the first teammates ever to go back to back cycles. If you do this. And he popped up. And then a next, and like a week later, he needed a single for the cycle, and he popped up. So he he'd been trying to get the cycle for a couple of years, and we were losing in Toronto by like six runs or something. And he hits a solo home run in in the ninth, and he hits it, and he's running the bases like we just won the World Series. And we were me and David Price. I remember we were just in the we were in the dugout, just busting ass laughing like Mookie, dude. We're still down by five, dude. We're gonna lose. You know, and he's he's going nuts because he finally hit the home run, you know. Um, so that one was one um, for me. I think – see, the Grand Slam. Can I give you one? Yeah, give me one. While, while you're thinking. Um, and I want you to think of also a like a more like behind-the-scenes one if you can't think because we know okay. of all these. But let me give you one. The catch in Houston. Like that was the, the one the the in the, the playoffs the, the Altuve interference yeah. one. See, yeah. I had that one. I had that one up there too. There was another play in that. I think it was in that same game where Tony Kemp hit a ball down the line, and he he kind of filled it, turned, and and Tony tried to go to second, and he just. I mean, he threw an absolute just perfect throw to, to get him, and it was a huge play in the game because um, I don't think I think we were up by you know a couple or maybe we were tied. It was that game that kept going back and forth. And I think that was the first out of the inning. So that was another one. Um, How about the throw in Tampa? That that was another one. That, that's another one. That I, I went out. Yeah. So I went out to, after the game, I went out to the spot where he threw it. Now you have, like, it was, it was in the most corner of corners that you could find in right field. And, yeah. and he spun around and threw it on the fly to third base, nailed the guy. That yeah, so me and Moose, yeah, that 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 throw, that specific throw was up there for me too. I had that one in my head. Um, me and Mookie used to go back and forth. We used to say like, Mookie obviously has a really good arm, um, but he's just got he got good, great carry, and so like I would always say he has the worst best arm. So he's got a good arm, but it's it's not a good, it's not one of the best good arms. And he would always say, I have one of the best worst arms. So, like, my arm is not good, but, like, 
I had I could I could I throw great four spin, get good back spin, and it just carries. So it stays on its line. It's just not going very hard. Um, so that was a thing that we that we used to do, and I remember that throw specifically. Um, I think me and Mook uh, behind the scenes, like for me, like we used to just just give each other a hard time. And there was a there was a swing that I had in Oakland after grip scratched my eye, like. Um, so, so we, we opened up in Seattle, then we went to Oakland right after, and I was trying to play and I was facing Fernando Rodney and he, I got to three, two and he threw me a change up. And I literally like, I mean, it was the worst swing I've ever taken in my life. Like I swung, I think I swung like down at the ball and like, I, I was just, as soon as I swung it, I was, as soon as I swung at it and struck out, I was so embarrassed. And like obviously in Oakland, you got to walk the whole way back. And I'm walking back, and then the 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 bat rack and the helmet rack are on the far end of the dugout. So you and then you got to walk by everybody. And I walk by, nobody says anything to me, obviously. But Mookie is just laughing his ass off on the on the bench, just because of how bad this swing looked. <laughs> uh, so, and like that was the thing with me and Mook, like. I, I, there were times I got mad at him because he would like, sometimes I would come in the, in the dugout after I did something or struck out or something. And I knew Mook would be there like laughing at me. And there were times I would walk out and Mook, not, not this time, <laughs> not this time. But then there were other times where he would be laughing and then I just start busting ass laughing too, because like, what, what can he do? Um, there was a time me and him, I was playing second. He was in right pop fly should have been Mookie's ball. Mookie should have caught it, obviously. But we both kind of like – he thought I was going to catch it. I thought he was going to catch it. We didn't have great communication. And when we just looked at each other and the, and the ball fell right in right in between us and we laughed um, on the field. <laughs> and I think that's just when we were just playing so well and like like it was just like we were just having fun. And we laughed on the field, which we probably shouldn't have done. And then we got we got called to the office. Oh, you, you know, did. AC, AC called us into the office and said that, hey, let's let's be a little bit more professional out there. You know, like D- D- Dave, Dave kind of made a point. He kind of made a point where like, hey, you guys missed the ball, and you know, you guys were laughing about it. You know, so, so listen, you don't understand. We're really good. We understand. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. We're gonna win hundred and eight games. You know. Um, but no, it was just, um, and that's why that's why I had so much fun playing with Mookie, just because we 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 had fun, you know, and that's that's what it's all about. I mean, baseball's a hard game, and you know, we spend so much time together, and I think that's why that those teams um, were were so talented and so good is because we just we enjoyed being around each other, we enjoyed playing the game, we enjoyed going to the field every day, um, and we all rooted for each other. So. Um, Mookie's one of my best friends, um, and and I'm looking forward to this weekend. It's going to be great. Um, but I'd say, yeah, I'd say those, man. I, no, I, that's I think, a good one. You, you got a good yeah. list. It's a good yeah, list. I, think, I mean, and I think, obviously, that Grand Slam is probably on everybody's list. Oh, um, Can you imagine if they know, had he, those lights? Man. Oh, Oh man, and like that call, like X call on it, like it's time to party, <laughs> and then and then and then they made the bobblehead with that, like Mookie had. I mean, you know, he did a lot of really 
the really great things for the Boston Red Sox in his six years there. Um, and, you know, I think another, another one uh, kind of behind the scenes was like he made his debut and then he got put on the roster that, that off season. And then someone asked him, you know, if he, you know, if he was excited about going to, to big league camp and he, he goes, well, he's like, I don't know. They haven't invited me yet. Like he had no, I like he, he was like, he, dude, you, you're going, you're on the roster, you know, like <laughs> you, you don't have to get, you don't have to get invited to big league camp, bro. Like, so and next thing you um, know, he's driving a golf cart into a lake in Fort Myers. So there you go. Yeah. And I'm, I do, I'm, I'm in that, I'm in that group message with the, with the boys right now. And they're, they're talking about yeah, that. Yeah. Right what are now, they, so. are they, they, so what is just, you don't have to tell exactly what you're talking well, about. Well, no. So, so I, so I messaged him the other day. We, we took Griff to see Messi play here in Nashville. Oh, nice. So, yeah. I, so I sent him a video of the, of the game. So me and Devin, me and Devin Marrero used to play, um, Mook and Travis Shaw in FIFA. It was two on two. And we had, I mean, the matches were hilarious. Um, we, we would go at it. So I sent him a video of me at the game uh, of, of them playing. And I said, hey, this reminds me, this takes me back, this t- takes me back to, to playing FIFA. And um, I haven't read what they've been saying, but said something about, <laughs> that. well, Devin texted me back. I, I mean, I sent this probably a week ago. Devin texted me back. Travis and Mookie did, never did. So now I just texted him this morning. I said, I, I said, Demo, I said, I don't think Travis's, Travis and Mookie's uh, memory, they don't, they don't look back on these memories as fondly as, as we, as me and you do, because we used to beat that ass. And now everybody's, now everybody's chiming in. So, um, well, but I think I saw, I saw something about the golf cart going into the lake. And, <laughs> so, well, look, I know you're going to go, because speaking of golf, you're going to go golfing. And um, I just want to say this is that you, when it comes to podcasting, you are a more athletic version or a a, a, oh. a more athletic version than Mookie Betts. Listen, and Mookie's I, doing Moose, Mookie's doing that podcast right now. He needs some help, man. Oh, I, I, I was going to – I'm tell. I, let me just tell, stop you before you, you continue. I'm going to say it right now. You want to pick the one thing that you're better at? Yeah, I'm funnier. No, you're better. You're better like well, Mookie. Yeah, Mookie. no, I – I, yeah, he needs some help. I I I need to get with him. I, I, he needs like a co-host or something. I think I think it should be a Mookie and Brock podcast oh. co oh. co co-host or something. So, um, you know what I you know what I've thought about doing. Lakin even mentioned it because my because Lakin she she watches these podcasts like these you know these shows that she used to watch like the Hills and stuff and 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 these characters are going over like um episodes like and they're talking about it and, and this and that i was like you know she's like you know what you should do you should do a podcast with 2018 red sox season oh and just and just talk about the games and have different players come on and and just watch the games and talk about moments and 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 stuff like that so i was like that's actually kind of a pretty cool idea you I know will, just kind of yeah i will i'll say this right now brock Trademark that. Hey, nobody no, can no. do that. No, no, no one. Uh, no, no. I'm going to say this: the baseball isn't boring. Umbrella slash brand TM will gladly buy you the rights for you to do that and and facilitate that any way you want. Have dude, just have you know, have Mitch Moreland on for a game. I'm telling like, you, I, you know, you you watch a game and like you know, AC had all those pictures of the of the the player of the game or whatever, like. Yeah. 
ha- have someone who did something something good in the game come on with you and just talk about the game and just reminisce, you know, I think I think that'd be cool shit. I will be happy to make that happen in any way you want. I, yeah, that's, listen here. That's, that's Brock Holt, Lake and Holt's idea. Yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody, yeah, TM, nobody can take it or I'll sue your ass. Right. I'm just, I'm just telling you, I want to help. I'm not, I'm okay. not, I don't want to yeah. steal it. No, I, no, I'm, no, I'm not saying you. I'm just uh, saying whoever watches this, whoever watches this, listens to this, if you do it, taking you to court. I mean, if, if, if the, if the whole Holt family is wearing baseballs and boring t shirts, that's so be it. Why are you watching it? I, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Uh, yeah. But anyway, I know you get to go, and so all right, I appreciate it. Yeah, Rob, it's it's always fun, man. Appreciate you, dude. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field, and then I uh, I look over at my dad, and I I realize that in the silence between us, that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.